Hello and welcome to the Lancet Oncology Podcast. It's Tuesday, the 3rd of September. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Joining me today on the line from Spain is Jesus San Miguel from the University of Navarra. He is the Professor of Hematology and also Director of Clinical and Translational Medicine. Now, Jesus is the lead author on a Phase three study published today that compared the efficacy and safety of pomalidomide plus low-dose dexamethasone with high-dose dexamethasone in patients with refractory or relapsed and refractory multiple myeloma. Welcome to the podcast, Jesus. Good morning, and thank you very much for the opportunity to share with you our data on this large phase three clinical trial. Thank you. Now, I'm going to jump straight into things. Could I get you to tell us a little bit about the background of your study? Okay. Uh, as you know, the outcome of myeloma patients has significantly improved in the last decade, and this was mainly due to the use of high-dose chemotherapy, followed by autologous stem cell support, but particularly to the introduction of novel drugs such as thalidomide, bortezomib, and lenalidomide. However, when patients become refractory to these agents, the survival is very poor, median less than nine months. Therefore, new drugs are clearly needed for these refractory patients. Pomalidomide is a third-generation immunomodulatory drug with a pleiotropic mechanism of action, and in combination with dexamethasone, has demonstrated clear efficacy in relapsed and refractory myeloma patients previously exposed to lenalidomide and bortezomib. And this was the basis for the design of a phase three trial in which a total of 455 patients were randomized to receive either high-dose dexamethasone, this was the control arm, the patients received three pulses of four days every four weeks of dexamethasone at 40 milligrams if the patients were younger than 75 years and 20 milligrams if they were older than 75. This control arm, the high-dose dexamethasone, was compared with the experimental arm that included pomalidomide, 4 milligrams per day for 21 days, plus low-dose dexamethasone, 40 milligrams weekly. In other words, the dose of dexamethasone was three times less than in the control arm, the high-dose dexamethasone. The randomization was two to one. It is important to be mentioned that to be included in this study, all patients had to be refractory to the last therapy. All must have received at least two prior therapies, and all must have failed bortezomib and lenalidomide. It is important to mention as well that the study design included a companion trial that allowed patients progressing under high-dose dexamethasone, the control arm, to receive pomalidomide. Could you briefly outline the aim of your study? Okay. The primary aim of the study was progression-free survival. And as secondary aims, we included overall survival, response rate, and duration 
of response as well as safety. In a more colloquial way, I would say that our aim was to investigate if the combination of pomalidomide plus low-dose dexamethasone was superior to high-dose dexamethasone in the setting of double refractory patients and to test if this could become a new option for this very poor population. Thank you. And what exactly did the study show? With a median follow-up of or four months, there was already significant benefit for patients in the experimental arm, pomalidomide plus low-dose dexamethasone, in terms of PFS. And in fact, the Independent Monitoring Committee recommended that all patients in the high-dose dex arm who had not progressed yet should have access to pomalidomide. In the present paper, now with a medium follow-up of 10 months, the PFS continued to be significantly superior for the experimental arm, 4 versus 1.9 months. And this benefit was observed in all subpopulation. Let me explain myself. Patients that receive lenalidomide as the last line of therapy or bortezomib, last line, or the double refractory patients. But what is even more important is that the overall survival was also significantly longer for the POM low-dose dex arm, 12.7 versus 8.1 months. And this benefit in overall survival was observed in spite that 50% of the patients in the control arm switched to pomalidomide. In terms of response, a partial response or better was achieved in approximately one-third of the patients in the experimental arm versus only 10% in the control arm. And the duration of response for patients achieving at least a minor response that was 40% of the total population was eight months. Finally, regarding the safety profile, the treatment was very well tolerated. And the only difference between both arms was in terms of neutropenia, 40% versus 16%. But this difference does not translate into any difference in the rate of infections. Moreover, the incidence of DVT or peripheral neuropathy was very low, 1% to 2%. What would you say are the implications of your findings? I think in the light of the significant benefit in PFS, and overall survival, together with a favorable safety profile, pomalidomide plus low-dose dexamethasone should be considered as a new standard of care in this very poor population of relapsed refractory myeloma patients. Professor Jesus San Miguel, many thanks for taking the time to speak to the Lancet Oncology has been my pleasure. Thank you very much indeed.